Finally. No worry, I ain't gonna flip on you or nothing, bro. It's you know, nah. You know what? Just to start off, it's crazy because um, I just saw Tom Sachs in the Hamptons. Word. And um, he was at dinner. I think we was. I think the place he went was called Sin in the Hamptons, and I was out there and I saw him. And um, he was telling the people he was with. Uh, Wu Tang style ran down on him in, in Soho or whatever because mm. I was telling him about the shoe. Okay. But um, I was really just breaking bread with him, but I, I was happy that he liked the shoe. And, and for me, it was funny because his shoe was one of those sneakers where like a creative had to wear it versus some dude who trying to spend eighty thousand dollars on nothing. And it just shows that everything don't always gotta be the home run. Like sometimes yeah. you could do a base hit and that base, you know, you could be known for a base. You know, Ichiro wasn't the, you know. Okay, I hear you. You know, he wasn't yeah. always a, a home run hitter, but it was just, it was it was good seeing him. Like, I, I guess that, I guess that's a, um, I guess that's a bougie area, the Hamptons. You been to Hamptons? Yeah, I have. I mean, for a couple of pool parties uh, <laughs> back in the day. Well, I used to make myself sound old, but some time ago, a few years back, we, my, uh, I had some homies I used to throw a pool party up there. And everybody would go, and I like grew up back in Queens, so like pretty much all the who who's the what what's, if that's how you want to refer to them as, like that's where you went. Mm -hmm. You went to that one pool party, you got fresh, you know what I mean? You switch your gear into some pool, some pool gear, and have some fun, and put all that cool shit aside, and really just have a good time. So. What? The Hamptons is a vibe. I, I've always appreciated it because that was my experience with it. But yeah. I could see the bougie shit of it too. Yeah, I was in Southampton, so. Ah. Yes, it is. No, it was it, it was good, bro. It was a learning experience, you know, because um, they was basically teaching me the laws of the land and how everybody know everybody. I didn't know that. A lot of those people grew up together. Okay, okay. You know, so okay, like, I follow that. so people our age would basically be cops at this point. So uh, we so we know the cops. Interesting. You know, so if we lived out there, we'd know the cops. We know this guy, that guy, whatever. But um, so it's a community in its own right. Exactly. So if you're tuning in, this is the final installment. Finally, I have the legend. Yeah, I'm a big you. I'm gonna go all the way, bro. This is the, it's the big homie. He don't want to be an OG, but he is bipartisan and way of hard work. Before, a lot of people were doing a lot of amazing things. He was one of the primary engineers behind amazing things. Um, he's worked with God knows who. He's created. He he created avenues that I walk into this day, and you know. It's all love, so got my homie Ronell on this motherfucker, so. Yo, man, that's peace. Nah, no, I'm, definitely. I'm gonna have to bring it back a little bit. I haven't done anything yet, but I'm looking forward to doing something great with my friends and, you know, co-creators, I guess, so to say. I don't find myself to be a creative just yet, but I'm, I'm finding See, my See, he way. gonna hit you with all the humble pie. Let me paint a picture <laughs> for y'all right now. I knew I was doing a podcast with him, so I didn't put a phone case on my phone because I know you an Apple guy and you- Yeah. Do not need no phone case because the way you live is very calm. And uh, me, I'm busy. I've been uh, breaking my phone 80 times, but man, <laughs> <laughs> but just in case. But still, though, the aesthetics, you feel me? Like, of course, you absolutely. Know, it, 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 certain ways you want to live your life, but um, yeah. man, I like, look right. <laughs> you know, it's a way, it's a way of, a way of doing things. Yo, you're killing me already. <laughs> so, they can't see this, but it's it's our thing. Yeah. So, how you been though, bro? Just as a person, how you been? I've been good, man. You know, just like I said, I'm just finding myself. I, I just turned 30, so that was that was an interesting transition for me, just from a mental state. You know, as they say, 
leveling up, just kind of like figuring out what's next, what the next 10, 15 years look like for myself. Um, just really developing a skill set that I can kind of own and, and create a career around for myself and opportunities for people around me. So my primary focus has just been like putting myself in a space to be able to like embrace change and, and develop new skill sets and work with new people and meet new people and learn interesting things. Word. Me, I'm about to be an old time as well, August 7th, next month, my birthday. Word. Yeah, so recently the only thing I've been trying to focus on is um, I'm, I'm learning, bro, like, because I'm in an advanced relationship with my girl. Tight. You, you know, peace. so when you're in an advanced relationship, your shortcomings get exposed, man. It's like okay. being it's like being on a good basketball team. Mm -hmm. You got to stick Jordan every day. You're going to learn what you're not so good at. Absolutely. You Which know? is good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But in a relationship, you you know, you know, learn these things on the fly, and, and you might have had some stuff about you you thought was pretty decent, and you'd be like, whoa, yo, this ain't the... This isn't the dopest thing about me. Maybe I could amplify that, you know? Yeah. Because, like, when you're in a relationship that's as good as being in a work environment that's productive, you start becoming a better person because you realize how much of an asset you are to that person, so you got to be on point. I hear you. You know? So that's where I'm at with it. Um, so, man, um, let's really get to the, I guess, the genesis. Because the main reason why I, I podcast, I never told you this. The reason why I ever started podcasting, bro, because, like, clearly, you know, we got things we can't speak on, but, right. you know, those hold a place as well. But I was always like, yo, if, I, if I'm if i banking on myself and I know I'm going to be ill right. because I'm doing it for the right reasons, I got purpose, et cetera, et cetera, right. I need a benchmark to be able to timeline all this cool stuff that we do because a lot of people won't do it for you, you know? Sure, absolutely. And the greatest, like, documentaries are the ones that have people who have the presence of mind to be able to capture moments within it and not make it seem forced or contrived or anything. So I was like, all right, I gotta start giving this information and stop being on the stoop. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so with that, I didn't realize so many young kids were just like me and wanted to receive information in For such sure. a dope fashion. So now we're here. So tell, you know, you know, tell your earlier stories of when you had to receive the culture in a, in a primitive form, but it was still important for you. Let me give you an example. Like for me, Nike ID, we used to be on Elizabeth Street. Right. So you knew you had to go. Yeah. You know, I was like 13 years old trying to schedule an appointment. That's a real thing. That was a real thing. That was a real thing for me. Absolutely. That was very abnormal for a kid in Harlem. Yeah, absolutely. That was very abnormal for people in general, you right. know? absolutely. You know, there was people who I was in competition with who was grown-ass men. Yeah, 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 yeah. You for know, sure, and all sure, I was trying sure. to do was just, you know, reflect what I seen on TV, on Rap City. Word. I hear you. Yeah. For sure. Nah, man. I mean, I think it all just started from just like the upbringing and just like understanding and identifying with who I was at a young age. I think I just kind of realized I wanted a quality of life. And with that, it kind of started with just the basic thing. Your kicks, being decent on the court with your friends where you play ball, talking to a girl you might have been crushing on. And then it kind of like tapped into different things where you started to identify why you're interested in those things. And then as I understood the more the why, it started to kind of curate a taste level and an interest of finer things. And it became, that's when it became arts and, and fashion and, and books. So with that, it kind of was just like, all right, where do I begin? How do I start? Because there was never really any, anyone around to like structure that for me. I come from Jamaica, Queens. I grew up partially in Jamaica, Queens and partially in uh, 
Cambria Heights, which is also a part of Queens off Linden Boulevard. And I, it gave me a balance in life. So I just always kind of stuck with those roots. And I just expanded myself because I was a people's person. So I utilized that as my, my platform of being a people's person. I'm like, all right, this is how I can learn more and tap into different interests. And then it became trips to the city and and the internet and the forums and the Nike talks and all that jazz. And you just started to kind of like figure different things out and like, all right, cool. Where do I begin from that now? Like, what well, now, how do I kind of step outside this computer and this internet and like interact and get to know people? And that became like opportunities where I see and going back to BBC Ice Cream and finding myself to intern there temporarily just to kind of figure out like, yo, I've been spending so much money on this for years before the store opened back from like Union, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To now, like, yo, where did my money go? Like, what's the deal with them? What happened? Where's the transition? Like, it may not be the same thing I was currently wearing at that moment, or maybe necessarily to the same places, but I still was interested in what the brand was doing. And I got in, or whatever. Shout out to Mimi Choi. Um, and yeah, it just became like an opportunity that I wasn't even expecting. I uh, was just interning, figuring things out, what was next for myself. I had just applied for a job at Apple which I didn't get. It was like some group interview joint. I was like, all right, whatever, next. And I had a little bit of money saved to be so young. So I was like, I was all right in that regard, temporarily at least. And I um, got an opportunity to do a book the day after Apple told me I didn't get the job. I got called down back at um, the old Defium office off of uh, 50th. And it was just for like some basic internship work, just organizing images, pulling images stuff like that, different references, not really knowing what I was getting my hands into. And then one thing kind of led to another. And it created an opportunity to do my first publication project. Yo, we're gonna backtrack twice. One, I feel like I was rambling. No, you wasn't rambling, yeah. but it was this. One, being from Queens and being in the culture is so crazy because most Queens dudes are hyper thorough with everything they do. Like, you know, the, um, I don't know if you know Ishmael or Sammy, who, who, who got the eBay shit, the New York company. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, owns, yeah, 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 Queens, yeah. you know what I mean? I just stuff from him back in the day. Yeah, exactly, and like, like most dudes who own stores come from Queens. Like most Not Queens sure. dudes got the biggest sneaker collections in New York. Like yeah. if you still want some gems, like from probably 98 and up, Queens yeah. got it. You know, yeah. like Queens people, the people yeah, who in that, have sure. it that area. So uh, uh, that's always interesting to me. Another thing that was funny, I had an interview at Apple, man. I got to the final interview, bro, and they Word. chopped my head off, man. They Damn. beheaded me ill, too. I went, um, because how's the process? Okay, you do the do the group interview. After you do the group interview, you do the store interview. After the store interview, you do the GM interview. <laughs> Yeah, and something then, like that. Well, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I had to do, and then <laughs> oh, after, okay, okay, and yeah, yeah you, you know what I mean, because basically, the um, yeah, I went through the whole process. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna get this job. It's in the bag, and then I did the dumbest thing I could ever did. What was that? I went to a store that already had like a super sound synergy, so anybody that they would have brought in had to be finite as into what they wanted, mm. versus me going somewhere where they needed heads. Yeah. So like basically, cause I wasn't a, a five eight athletic volleyball playing woman. Oh I'm not saying that's who got hired. It wasn't, but I'm saying they had a, a thought process who they wanted, and I didn't fit that. Yeah. And you know what the dude told me? He told me the illest shit, bro. What's that? He seen my resume. He seen what I was doing. He seen what I worked with. And dude was like, "Yo, why do you want to work here?" Yeah. He was like, "Yo, you don't have to work here." Yeah. I'm like, "This is Apple. I'm loyal to Apple." He was like, "Nah." 
you shouldn't want to work here. He was like, if anything, you should you should like maybe fill out an application for our design team or something like that. Okay. But you shouldn't want to work in retail. Yeah. And I was like, why not? And I'm about to catch a flight to like Japan and, and he's like, Bro, like you're living the life, like you should keep going. And I'm like, No, I want I need steady income. Cause one thing people forget of the creators, I know you can uh, speak on this, is that yo, you can be as cool as you wanna be. You could go around the moon twice with Nigo, but you live in New York, that rent due on the first. Yeah. That rent's due on the first. For sure. You know? Absolutely. So I've done amazing things while I've been in, you know, living here, but I know that everything don't always give off that financial gain that some would look for. And I know some things I've had to do wasn't even worth it in money. It was only worth it in experience. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like certain things I've done with, you know, smaller entities, big entities, you know, things that revolved around a Pharrell or a Kanye. You, 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 you can't ask for no money because you're not even going to be in a conversation no more. Shit, yeah. you'd be lucky if they even want you for NDA work. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's always a sense of seeing your value in a situation and kind of knowing what you bring to the table. And maybe the gain on your behalf won't be the currency. But, like, as long as you can identify with your value and I feel like whomever or whatever it is that you're working on or working towards can kind of see that, that's, that's the foundation. And with that understanding, I feel like any, it can go any which way, however you decide to go. As long as you have that sense of respect and value for yourself, and even if you know you don't bring what may be necessary or needed to the table at the moment, knowing that should be held in high regard because that's someone that's humble enough and honest with themselves enough to say, yo, you know what, I'm going to start here. Like, I'm cool with that, even though you may hold me in a higher regard because I know this is where I need to begin. Sometimes we know our journey and sometimes we don't. And that's just the dice we roll, you know? Where I got lucky and For sure. I understood the one thing that the younger version of me and probably definitely you understood is that as long as you have something that's hype, you ain't never broke. You know? And that's why because I'm gonna give you an example. When I when I was like twelve years old, the OGs used to be doubling up, tripling up because our culture was so um, empty at first. Yeah. You you know it wasn't a lot of inhabitants. So like if a shoe came out at DQM, you could double up because more mad people wasn't coming. Both that or in just the community itself, like everyone was wasn't so divided and out yeah, for yeah, too. Like yeah. you built relationships. If you went into a store 10, 15 times, you know what I mean? You, you, you speaking of interest, of passion, and cashing out. You should have built some sense of rapport there and relationship there like, yo, when I come through, I cop and I re-up and triple and double. And if it's available, whatever, you know, however it's held. But like, I definitely feel you for sure. That was definitely a time we were at. I didn't get to really partake in that so much. I may have copped one and then doubled on a resale value, but resale value wasn't what it is now. Absolutely, yeah. Totally different world. Word. For, For me, it was a special situation because I had to kind of relinquish a lot of things because I had a growth spurt. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I did not plan on being 6'3". <laughs> <laughs> really? I was about 5'10", all the way to like uh, 11th grade. Yeah. So like, when I got older, I was like, yo, all this stuff I went crazy over, I can't fit. Yeah. So when I was in college, I had to basically reintroduce myself to everything I loved on Flight Club. Word. Flight Club and pick your shoes. Yeah, exactly. Pick your shoes, you know what I mean? I forgot about that. 
um, Kick Exclusive, the the international yeah. site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Danny Danny used to own the shop. Kick Exclusive owned the shop right here on uh, Mulberry back in the day. Uh, yeah, me and my man Chop used to get him mad kicks back in the day. And that was a whole nother story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He lives in Orlando now. He retired yeah, and moved yeah, to Orlando. Yeah, but Danny was a good guy, man. Yeah. I never really got into the what happened. It was just like, I haven't seen him in a minute, and then I popped up and the store was gone. No, he just retired and moved to Orlando. Oh. And then he gave a piece of it to his son, and his son sold it to um, a dude named, um, I want to say, Mike or Matt, and then Matt sold a piece to Sammy. Oh, wow. See, I'm out the loop, man. Yeah, no, nah, it's all good. I, yeah. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's tight, man. Yeah. He retired. I mean, he was definitely in the game heavy. He had he, he used to trade off a lot of stuff. Back then, he used to trade off like bear bricks and stuff like that. Yeah, man. That so was years ago. Let me tell you how I got into everything like that. So remember, PlayStation would send demos of video games. Okay. Remember they would send you the demo with the magazine, Game Informer, PSN magazine. Right. Okay. So my mother was like, "Look, you paying for these magazines, and you." want me to spend all this money on some invisible woman Air Force Ones. You better find out where these things coming from because when you got a fight in school, I can't fight these fights for you. <laughs> so she was like, go look up. So, you know, shout out to Belinda, my mother. So she was like, go look up where these things are sourced from. Yeah. So you can be educated because you're from Harlem and you need to know where these things are rooted from. So that's when I found out about Japanese magazines. Yeah. That's when I found out about magazines that came out uh, around the time we was in high school or like when I found out about like All Gone's and stuff <laughs> like that. So then I, I'm, I'm peeping and you know of course I was lo I was in love with Nigo and Nigo was like a, a, a human encyclopedia and so any re any relationship he had I wanted to know fully about. Yeah. And I remember his just his collection of, of vinyls or toys and I was just like I didn't even know it's you insane, used that man. I didn't even know you used that word in, in that relation, I thought vinyl was fick it, fick it, fick it. I knew nothing figures. about figures. Yeah, you know, the only the closest I've ever known was the Gundams. Remember, you build Gundams yeah. and they had like level five Gundams, six hours type shit, right? So I had those, <laughs> but then I didn't know it went into pop culture like that. So I'm like, my mother buying me Gundams and Legos, yo, I could be illing out on this. This is funky. This is the rare side. yeah. And then I'm going on YouTube, like early on YouTube, like the blue screen YouTube, and I'm learning about how they craft, you blue know, Metacom toys. YouTube. I'm seeing how they craft Metacom toys, and I'm like, yo, I need, I need, I need in on this. I need in on, in on this. And I'm happy it started for me early, so I was able to understand the prices and the vices, as my mother calls it. Understood. Okay. Cool. Yeah, the prices early, in the, the prices yeah. and the vices. Word, yeah. Okay. Hell Word. yeah. How you doing with that now? <laughs> uh, and I'm just funny you bring that up because I'm a little scared because I got I'm potentially moving in with my significant other, so it's funny because I I have to consolidate. Ah. Uh, and that's never fun. And and. Man, and you know, she's storage a doctor. Unit? Don't care about any of this world. No storage unit? I have a storage unit. Oh, man. But it's, at some point, I have to relinquish something. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So I it's understand. like, I, I'm hope. So my theory is if I can hold on. Yeah. Until I, until I get like 35, right? Yeah. Until I get like a house where I can have a whole room that she'll never even got to go to or something. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. 
But you're saying that like you, you're gonna go back and buy some of that stuff again? No, what I'm saying is the stuff in my storage, I oh. can empty out all into one room. Right, but then, but you still gotta downsize on some things currently. Yeah, currently I got, I, I, I can't hang up a Fatora piece that looks like a spear. Cause she's like, bro, what is that? Alright, I got you. You get what I'm saying? Okay, so you're just working, you're working with two different uh, taste levels. Yeah, so. Well, not taste levels, but just take one thing. Yeah, but also taste level. So, you know, the education has to come, but it's better. When I was in college, bro, I went to school for free. Word. That's what really fucked me Damn, up. Damn, that's tight. Yeah, I played college basketball. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did know that. Okay, so, know that. so, like, bro, when I tell you that, like, my brother told me, he was like, listen, they're going to give you this financial aid, they're going to give you this money, Word. and you're going to think you signed a rap deal. Don't spend all your money. I was like, no, listening to this nigga, man. <laughs> Where's the websites? Where's everything I missed? Word. I'm a teriyaki boy, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, time to, it's time to relish in things that... You was on eBay hitting up Pondon? <laughs> shout out to Pondon, man. No, shout out to them, um, them Yahoo JP links. Oh, come on, man. Let's take it back. That's how I got into the elegant side of it. And that's what I was waiting to talk to you about. Because, um, bro, your taste level in terms of like knowing about wearable functional garments that can last mm -hmm. you will probably one of the first people i really was just like yo like I, I have nothing to measure him up to other than the people who we consider you know just sources of information i was like damn you know like just people listening like my man's right now i, I bro i'm gonna do the stunt for you this man had biker jeans and they wasn't balmain before <laughs> balmain was even <laughs> Even even before the Karen, and I was like, "Sheesh, that's how you feel," yeah. you know. I had to send him a mess. I was like, "Yo, those some ID, like, yeah, those is like, you know, those Ralphs." And I yeah, was like, might, "Yeah, they might have been Ralph." And then I, yeah, 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 they were Ralph. I did the Balmain joints for a little second. It didn't last too long, but I remember I had those some fire green suede joints. <sighs> joints were stupid, but yeah, that was man, very, that was very like for the moment. It was cool. It was a uniform for the fall with the Aqua 8s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, bro. You got to relax, but then bro. that was it. You're going to make me go back on, uh, online. This was many years ago. Exactly. Definitely. was quite a few years ago. But, yeah, man, you know, it's just it, it's just being around people, honestly. Like, I don't really... Yeah, I just soak it up. Like, I see something, I'm interested. And I'll tap into it. And a lot of things I'll, I'll be aware of for quite some time, long before I even buy into it. And maybe like a homie might sport it and it'll look really jiggy. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm a, I can get with that. And you got some sporty homies. Shout out to Ife. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You got to shout out my dude, Ife. He holds it down for sure, for sure. Definitely a fresh cat. Um, that's my man. That's my that's my dude. Yeah. No, yeah. It's some dudes out here. Um, um, I mean, it's, it, there's so many people, dog. Like, if we're just talking about at the moment or even in the past, like, all my, me and my friends are all used to just kind of be about that, like, iceberg to school. That was a thing for a little bit. You know, whether you was at Clappers or or you caught it at, uh, what's the joint? The, the, the discount store? Not discount, but. Boy, Burlington? Nah, nah, it's not Burlington. No, Century 21. Century 21 used to have a couple pieces you could definitely stumble upon on front. Um... But yeah, that's just how it was, you know what I mean? Like, and you would, and that was your thing. And Jays came out every Saturday. Uh, they used to have the sample sale for the Pradas back in the day. This is like ninth, eighth, ninth, tenth. Wait, remember when Jordan used to come out on a Thursday? 
Yeah, Jay's definitely came out. My mom used to work at a bank uptown in Harlem on 125th, and I think there was a footlock or a foot action. And every day, to, every time the Jay's would drop, my mom would just go over and grab my size. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> Word up. I also caught a couple good pair of Jay's through um, playing basketball. I was, I was, wasn't that great, <laughs> honestly speaking, when I think about it, in terms of like who I was playing around. But uh, yeah, man, Riverside Church. Oh, okay. Word. Listen, I had a, <laughs> I had it easy. Let me tell you why. I was decent, not even close to special. But I lived in Florida. Yeah. So that's football world. Yeah. That's football and track world. So basketball is kind of like the it's like the it's like the brother no one cares about. Yeah. So there you can really get off if you really you know are an okay player. I'm not saying Word. that they're terrible down there. Vince Carter and Trace McGrady come from Florida, but or yeah. Mark Stoudemire, but they don't really got like it's really athleticism. It's not really so much of skill set. Yeah. It's like raw talent mm-hmm. you know so I was able to slip through the cracks and and, and get to school and, and, and that was ill but um, I wish I did that. the one thing I did try to do and this and well, this was just me personally I tried to start the LeBron from one all the way to you know basically now I tried that when I started high school I was like all right Nike never never give someone to shoot a rookie year so I was like homie got to be good if he got to shoot his rookie year so mm-hmm. I was like if homie good he gonna have my money, and my mother was like, "You sure you wanna do this? Like, I know you love your Jordans, and um, and you still got those mustard ones from '98." And I'm like, "Ah, eh, listen, I'm gonna write this story with dude, but it got it got a little spooky when the when the sneaker culture changed, and like once them pre Lebrons came out, I was like, "Oh no, nah, I'm not in this world no more. Mm-hmm. I'm not in this world." But I do wanna ask you a funny question: When did you know you was a um? When like when did you know you was dated? Not in a bad way, but when did you know you was dated? Like, when did you know you looked at something online, you seen the comments, you seen something, you was like, yo, I don't connect. <coughs> Honestly? If ever. Nah, I mean, I don't know if date is the right choice of words. Probably about four years ago. Give or take, like, 2000. 14. It was actually earlier for me. Maybe I was gonna say maybe even earlier. Like I might not like I might really be downplaying it. But um I don't know if date is the right choice of words. I'm trying to think on it. Just trying to think before I speak. But uh yeah. It definitely's been yeah, probably even longer than that, man. It just depends on what it is, but then I still get excited, like I still like what I see sometimes. I just may not buy into it, you know? And right now this is the time where like you don't really get a chance to decide if you like something. You have to buy it first and like it after. So I don't know if I can really get with that. Like this stuff, one isn't cheap. And then it's again, for me, quality of life. So you're not just buying some kicks and then like eating some BS or doing, you know, or whatever. Like yeah. I, I like to live a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's just the way it has to be. So when I think about what I'm buying into, I always kind of put that all into perspective for myself before I spend it. But I'm very impulsive. I'm always buying some new shit. And my homies are fly. I think, like, everyone's fly in some regard, so I'm always finding something to buy into or check out or try. If one thing substitutes for the others, one way or another. For me, bro, it was three things. One, when I wanted fitted caps with green and gray underbrims, mm-hmm. and they stopped producing them. Yeah. And, 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 well, okay, New York still has them, and the ones New York have left, they 
they basically you know they spoon feed all of New York with them. Right. So that was like one instance. So I was like, yo, like, so I'm, so I'm wearing retro hats now. Like, like what's up? I know I retro J's, but retro hats. Then another time I was waiting in line f f for Supreme. So this is definitely like five years ago because I ain't waiting in line for Supreme and God knows when. Right. And I was trying to tell the kids, I was like, you know, like they was making a joke about someone dude had like blind. I'm like, yeah, like Cisco. And they was like, who? Yeah. And I was like, thong song. And they was just looking at me like, what? And I was like, never mind. And I was like, wait a second. I know I ain't the older nigga now talking yeah. about some shit they don't know about. And then just finally, I just uh -huh. know that all the shoes that I had in storage or shoes that I bought, yeah, they just crumbled. And I was like, it's yeah, cool. Man. It's cool. It's just, that you know. sucks though, bro. Crumbling shoes is a heartbreak, dog. Yeah. You know how many Jason broke on me being outside wearing them? But then that's where <laughs> what I'm looking at comes into play. Because then I realize, okay, now I'm an older person. Mm -hmm. I don't even have a smell. I don't have a scent. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, I'm not even a, am I even a, the grown-up I wanted to be when I was younger? So, so stuff like that helped me dive deeper into, like, being a man, you know, like, you know, like, again, he's shitting on me. He got a little in front of me. Is, is that Santel 29 in there? Nah, no way, man. What you got, some candles? Um, yeah, that's a uh, Palo Santo candle. And, yeah, I just needed something. It's funny, I mean, just some backstory. When you had hit me about doing a podcast, and I was like, let's do it here at Public. I already had booked the room. You feel me? I just came here to like unwind or whatever. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't gonna do the Cade candle because that's what the entire hotel smells like. So it reeks of it. You know, so I just <laughs> go in the room like the Palo Santo and just kind of unwind and chill. But uh, yeah, so that's the Palo Santo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Just you know, the energy a little bit, get the week going right. Yeah, I actually learned about it from um, damn, what's her name? Pharrell's um, assistant, I, I don't want to sound stupid, the Asian girl. Oh, it's Cactus, Sin? No, the one, who, the one who always keep the bob. What was that, like Fifi or? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah he has a team of people, man. You got to be a little more specific. And I, I know I'm, I'm the worst with this, but her, she put me on the labo. Oh, yeah? She put me on the labo. Okay. Because we was arguing, because okay. I'm a Tom Ford kind of guy. Oh. I love Tom Ford. Yeah? Yeah, I could do the Tom Ford and the CDG all day. And she was okay. like, but you don't love Lalabo? She's like, I'm always on the West Coast. I, I fucks with Lalabo. I'm yeah. just taking her quote. And I was right. like, all right, let me let me smell it. And then I realized it was a Parisian fragrance and they, mm -hmm. you know, and the the, the whole treatment behind it. Right. And, and, and I was like, oh, it's that big boy swag. But also, it's also the cheat codes because a lot of people who don't, you know, you know, people, you know, a lot of people just use it because it's just a it's, popular it's smell a now. Popular smell. Yeah. The, the the branding is everywhere. You identify with it. It, it goes with the look, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's some dope fragrances. Uh, they have released something Tay Noir 29. I was using that. I think that was about two years ago, mm -hmm. give or take. That was pretty good. Uh, my go-to is also Gaiac 10. It's in um, like the Japanese fragrance or Tokyo. Gotta double check. But I'm missing, it's an all-city exclusive. It's only available one time out the year. So you can buy it in September. But uh, if you have it, if you have the bottle and you need a refill, you can go to the store with the bottle. Ooh. And they'll, they'll, they'll light and refill it. Ooh. You feel me? Yeah. So I thought that even in itself was just hella fly. And the fragrance was just, it was, it was perfect for me. 
So that Tina Watch 29 are my go-to's, um, if if any. But Sansol, not really my thing, never really was. If it was, I did the candle a few times, never really got with the fragrance. But uh, yeah, Milabo's dope, man. It's a dry smell and it's very vertical. And what I mean by that is like, you can tell who's wearing it. For sure, for sure, for sure. Now, I, sometimes I'm very mindful of when I'm putting it on because I don't want to smell like too much of it or whatever. And I mean, I say too much. Two sprays to me can be too much if I smell it because I wear it every day. Well, not every day, but infrequent enough to wear like, sometimes I don't even feel like it's on me, you know? Mm -hmm. And other people are like, oh my God, you smell great. And great, cool, thank you, appreciate it. Taking notes, but yeah, uh -huh. But yeah, man, it's good, it's good. I haven't really messed with too many fragrances. I mean, I try not to. I don't want to get all into that. Word. Man. Crazy. Yeah, man. No, we just went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, we did, man. I feel like I've been going down a rabbit hole this entire podcast, man. This is my first time doing this and probably my last, but you my dude. And it's nothing better to do on a Sunday. Nah, for me. Sit here and look out at the park and chill. Uh, uh, for me, podcast is the easiest way for me to crowdsource and also answer questions that I know are hard to be asked and hard, definitely even harder to answer because a lot of times people just need to feel what it's like to have a general conversation with yeah, someone sure. who has a wavelength without feeling like it's an interview, you know? And, and you already know, the internet and this new wave of younger kids don't really know how to like interact the way we could. I mean, now, I don't even think it's just a newer age thing. I think it's a everyone thing, man. It's funny, I'm, just, I'm reading this article. Well, I pretty much finished it, but this article in New York Times, they released it last week, but uh, I still have it, and I'll send it to you, and it's basically just talking about, like, how to make this the summer missing out, you know what I mean? And it's, they call it JOMO instead of FOMO, and it's the joy of missing out, and it's a real thing, man, just kind of like hitting that reset button and just self-care and taking care of yourself, mm. and I'm definitely about that or whatever, but as I kind of, like, educate myself more, just discover different articles or other people's ways of being you know it allows me to kind of like tap into myself more so that's really the focus g so I, again i say that to say we all have kind of lost sight of like what interaction looks like in terms of being present looking at each other in their eye body language you know what i mean even when people get together and have dinner and they're like taking a picture to post it on their instagram or just a picture for that matter or they'll be texting or sending an email or taking a call and I'm not saying like it can even be important you may be curating your your content whatever it is like it may be important to you but it completely loses sight of what an interaction looks like so it's, it gets very concerning but that's how we're communicating and it seems like it's working for everyone until it's not working you know what I mean mm. so it's just like the more mindful we are the less likely we'll find ourselves in a position to feel like we lost sight of that. So just kind of like put the phone down. So it's like, what? So, bro, what is that like when you know you have like a better composition than the average grown up who's just going through life and you see things in a way where, oh, this bag has better, you know, it, it, it just makes this computer sit here have more balance and you know but the average person wouldn't care to even think about that you know the average person like yo i just wanted to put my book bag or i just wanted to put my bag on the table because i was tired of having it or whatever yeah. but like like what's that like when you when you have the vision to be able to um see compositions of things and also not like like i guess not freak out but more or less just like 
help others see what you see to enjoy the smallest experiences going out to eat with people or yeah. or, 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 or or sitting down like chilling without feeling so pressed to be in this you know what i'm saying and because some people will use this as their entertainment center wow no for sure i mean you know? yo g listen I'm, I'm still the last to talk because i'm very much find myself going through it i just catch myself just as much as i find myself doing it mm -hmm. you know so i slap myself on the wrist i'll log out uh maybe of like a social account so that way if i do decide if i do happen to go on i'm reminded like nah man you don't need to be on that give that time to something else Mm. You know, um, and it can be anything. You know, it doesn't like I said, it doesn't have to be anything specific or to my liking or to some standard of way of being. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that time, that energy could go to something else, just as much. Like it's all about balance and moderation, and we just gotta again be more mindful of it. I've been uh, meditating a lot, um, and you know that starts like some people need structure, and I'm one of them sometimes. You know, like that's how I learn. You know? I'm also thinking some apps, and, and, and maybe we might not be able to do it with apps, but um, I, I think it should be old school. Like when you left off MySpace, you you had to log back in. It, you know what I mean? It wasn't always just you. You just stayed online. You know, and I think that the times need to catch up with the technology. Meaning, like there should be months where certain technology is somewhat limited. You know. Or like certain holidays where you have to decompress away from like so much of being super social. I know that sounds dramatic, but it won't be dramatic. And t like basically, what I'm getting at, I laugh at people because I'm like, "Yo, you're smoking a USB." <laughs> yeah. Like that's a real thing, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that's that's pretty. Dope. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Light bulb. We're gonna come back to that yeah. on another time. Yeah. But I mean, I think what you're saying, like I can understand it. And I think I also feel like it's just bullshit. And the reason why I say that, and not because your your logic is BS, that's not what I'm implying. Yeah, no, I get you. The accountability is lost in that if, if you're expecting something else to kind of help us do that. Mm. The same way we got on is the same way we should be able to get off. And if you can't do that, that is the proof in the pudding. Yo, there's a problem. Mm. You feel me? That's what <laughs> happens. And yo, sometimes I, I contradict myself. Yo, I'm not gonna get on, then I get on. But that's also how I get a lot of information. Like, yo, dude, as much as I like forums and all these different links and ways of just gathering information, it was a process, it was fun, it was a treasure hunt, it was great. But dog, I'm highly grateful for what the internet has done in terms of just like connecting people and completely different time zones. Like someone is in a deep sleep on their third dream right now that I need to speak to and I can do that because of this. So like for me to not show my gratitude that to gratitude to that would not be paying it forward. But again, it's the gift and the curse. It's just what it's not what you do, it's just how you do it. Mm. How you use it rather, you know? So again, I find myself going back and forth with it, but I think it's a great thing. But I'm it's just the way of business, it's the way it works. People are documenting content on all these platforms for free and the whole world can see it for free it's pretty insane so like when you look at it that way and i look at your facial expression like word that's true it it's is nothing that you didn't know because you're doing it right now to me i see it as the second coming of when everyone came to america and they were settling in different places 
So like when people settle on to Instagram, they, there's laws on Instagram that don't work in any other website other than Instagram. Mm. There's laws that forums have that are dated now because these new areas of the land of the internet have been discovered. You know, kind of like when people were in the 13 colonies, they had their own way of doing things. They had the earlier zip codes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but when you go to the gold rush, you go out of Cali, it's a whole different culture and world out there than it, you know, than it is on the East Coast. Okay. Same thing with the Internet. Like on, on Instagram, beauty is, is, is king there. That's the law. Beauty and aesthetics, you know, like versus if you go to a um, I don't even go to this this internet geographical land but if you go to like a um i'm losing the name of it damn what's it called um a pinterest mm. you go to a pinterest it's totally different it's the, it's like it's like the child between instagram and tumblr word you know it's but i don't know anything about it's balanced. yeah it's, it's balanced, balanced but yeah. i haven't traversed it enough but the point i'm getting at is like yo there's so many different worlds out there and right now it's all being given for the free and it's a beautiful thing, but all, all beautiful things have an ugly side, clearly. Of course. But it's just so interesting to me how we haven't learned how to um, treat this as, as something that we understand can be turned off. Like, yeah, someone's in their third dream, but at any moment, I can disengage. I don't have to be engaged. I know people who know someone in Australia right now and going to hit them up on WhatsApp and still look at their phone as if this person's like, uh, like immediately available because they're just so used to instant results because mm-hmm. the internet is, is that damn efficient. Yeah, and that's exactly what creates that ba- that that battle or like instant gratification or like I guess acceptance. Like it's control. Like people look at your followers. They look at how many likes you get. It's just it's interesting, man. It's interesting, but I mean they look at who follow you. Word, you know, like it, that's really how people like set the tone for who you are. Sometimes, like, yeah, who follows you? I mean, how many followers they have? But they, you know, like, what, what the hell does that matter? You know, like, get to know these people, have a conversation. I, t- I told you this in private, but I, I, I'm, I finally found a way to glitch the matrix. So, I've been excited about that. A way to not sell myself. You know, like I'm a whore, and really still be who I want to be on the internet and in real life because I was raised on that. Wherever, whatever for, whatever platform, whatever medium I'm choosing to put myself on, I don't give a right. fuck if it's, as, if it's an Xbox. I got to be me. I don't want to be someone else in a, in a different medium. I know that the world has afforded us the opportunity to be someone else. We can use weird usernames. We can make jokes. But I've just never been into that. I like who I am. I like that I'm black. I like that I'm tall. I like that who's my mother. I like who my siblings are. I like everything about me so I don't want to be Wolverine and and and, and fatal claw someone and troll their ass on the internet I right. want to still be me right so I'm happy I'm able to do that by understanding people's vices and and, and basically working their vices against them okay? okay you love this person this person loves me are you man enough to let me be me in order to continue loving that person Damn. You feel me? You're killing me today, bro. Nah, it's just, it's just real, you know, it's, it's just real shit. No, like, it's ne- real. It's kind of like you've never it's been, real. you've it's definitely real. seen this, like, especially being at BBC or being around people who have to bring their, their entourages around. Word. You can tell the type of artist or celebrity any person is 
by the people who are around him. When those dudes are comfortable and those dudes are ill, and you like, yo, it's a community of ill niggas. He just the 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 most known one or the cash cow. Yeah, for but sure. The authenticity it, behind it. But it's a culture behind it. You know, yeah. like when you see like a, a pusher, there's a culture around him that's also Oh man, dude, for sure. Definitely. 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 You know? I've seen that. Yeah. Same thing with I mean, yeah. I mean in the yeah, I mean I'm referring to like just in the past, just in terms of like when you first get to kind of cross paths with people that seem a little far and in between. Mm-hmm. And then you do and you kind of still can align with them from like their lyrics to their like personality and present. That's cool. So like I identify. That's why like I always like their music, like just how they live their life, like in terms of, like push clips. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 I learned about watches from Pusha T. I knew nothing oh, about watches. Yeah. You know. Again, I'm. I, I don't act like I know everything. I don't walk around this shit like I got it all figured out. Yeah. But I didn't know any, too much about watches until I started um, hearing him rap so many about different names. So I'm like, all right, this is way before Rap Genius. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let me look up what this is. And so I'm like, okay, I'm learning. The Submarina, uh, a Daytona, right. uh, a Sky Dweller. And I'm like, okay. And then I realized some of my All the recent, these are more, more recent joints too. Yeah and, yeah, and and I'm learning, you know, oh, some of my favorite artists, you know, painters like Norman Rockwell. He had a nice watch collection. I'm like, damn, yeah. you know, like, all right, like, I, this is a part of me without me even knowing it. Let right. me jump in this world. And then I learned about like Rolex auctions in different countries, especially with the Swiss yeah. and stuff like that. And you yeah. can get a watch people over here would, would think is a rap piece, but you can get that over there for for what it's basically worth in gold. Word. You no, know? For sure, I hear you. No, j- j- just the education of it, man. No, definitely, and that, and that's that's the importance in everything, like, again, that you're giving your time to, the music you listen to, like, it's a feeling process for sure, it's a visual process for sure, and it just depends on whatever, whichever you connect to, it's, it's just connect and allow it to let you feel something real. No, that, and learn that. something. Nah, that's what it's about, man. Because it becomes a rat, like, I, I go, not even a rabbit hole, but, like, I go down a really deep, 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 like, informative tunnel to understanding. Like, you listen to a song, you like it, then you read the lyrics, and then you dissect it, and then you hear them make a reference, then you look up who that is and how, and just try to somewhat understand how they, why and how they reference or align with that person. Then you get to learn more about that person, and so on and so forth, so... That's just kind of what it's become for me. Word, I'm gonna get you good before we end this podcast. I'm gonna be selfish, and I'm gonna pick your brain off the podcast. But yo, all right. So, your younger self, right? All right, let's go back eight years then. Let's go eight years back then. Okay. Let's go eight years back, right? Would your younger self, if they seen who you are now on the internet, would your younger self be all over it? Be like, yo, I gotta rock with this dude. If your younger self seen who you are now, and but just seeing you in a, in a in a pure space, you know, like on the internet or an interview or something like that, or they seen like some of the work you just recently did or or you're planning on doing, would your younger self be like, yo, you know, like this is the move to be making? Yeah, for sure, for sure, because that's why, I, like, I identify myself with everyone I hang out with now. So if I identify myself. Eight years ago, I would still rock with myself because homies I met eight years ago, I'm rocking with today. So, like, that, I feel like those are some of the best decisions I've made. And there's a few that I don't rock with. 
And that's that's life, right? Yeah, that, that's you know, definitely it's life. It's all love. It just we have our differences, and sometimes you don't overcome that. Exactly. Um, in that in that regard. But uh, yeah, man, I would definitely rock with myself. I mean, dude, how long we been rocking? Too long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, exactly. That's a, that's that's the thing, and it's like when you hang out around these people. You kind of feed off that energy and it allows you to become who you are and it keeps you on track and that's that's important bro you know like i remember you i, I listened to your i'm not sure if it was the last podcast or the podcast before last you did it with uh with sasha yeah and that's my homie like and i'm like kudos man i'm proud of her she's, she's killing it she's doing her thing and i remember having these conversations back when she was still in florida before she even moved here g so like to see everyone kind of like everything working out for them and that's dope. Like that's really dope. Yeah. That means that I'm keeping good company just in terms of like who I connect with and how I identify with myself within them. And maybe I don't, but I just gravitate to their energy and just good people. And I just check in from time to time and say, everybody doing? I don't know. Like I told you, I, I'm not as scared to say, I know you ain't trying to hear it, man. You've been ahead for a long time. So a lot of stuff is not even catching up. It's just visiting you. Because, bro, like some of the places that you were at mentally or physically or yeah. style-wise, is just some people still haven't even got there or didn't even know that that was a, a route to take, you know? Like now people are starting to become functional and, and, and learn that aesthetic can be a lifestyle, not yeah. a taste. I never understood. I mean, not me not say I never understood. I never truly took away those different like variables or like elements in terms of like defining what it was that I'm what I'm doing or working towards. So now that I have a better understanding of like aesthetic and form and function, it allows me to appreciate who I was more or tap into it who I am now. Um and this it, it's becoming really fun now because I'm getting a little more comfortable with who I am. I feel a little less shy. I'm a little shy, man. I'm a people person, but I'm still a little shy. Like when it comes to doing this type of stuff, yeah. And social media presence, I don't I'm not good with that stuff. But you don't gotta be. You know, some of the best people they work do the talking. Like to me, you remind me of like you're like uh real time Rod Strickland. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> A bunch of ill moments, but you don't have the interview to talk to him about where his mind was at in that ill moment. It was just like you had to be there or you had to know. Or you most basketball players' favorite basketball player. You feel me? So, like, if you, you know, if you were there and you experienced it, you understand it, you know. Like, you probably don't even know this, but, like, one of my, my little homies, shout-outs to Asha, she mm -hmm. still talks about you because that little bit of time that she had to be around you, I made sure she soaked up game. Yeah. I was like, yo, even if he not talking to you today, you need to notice what he's wearing and know that where you come from, he's in a different world. And you need if you want to understand New York more, you look at that, Nick. <laughs> yo, nah, I mean, yo, she, first of all, like, she's amazing. Shout-outs to Asha, for sure. Like One of the smartest people I've ever yo, met in my life. Yo, like, she got it, dog. She's tight. But like I said, even people like herself, like that's the type of game I soak. Like I, I listen to her speak. I watch what she does. It's vice versa. And again, I don't feel like I, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily have earned my keep yet. You know, I haven't really contributed or worked to that extreme or to those measures to allow myself to feel like I've done something. I just feel like I've been granted some great opportunities, and I just try to take them head on. And I know. I know what I've always wanted for myself, and now that I'm getting it, whether it's five years, eight years, ten years later, 
I just still treat it as if like how I felt when I first identified the need for it. Mm. So like I'm grateful to have good mentors. Like having the opportunity to do my first publication project led to me working on a number of other projects. Um, I'm grateful for like good mentors like my man Pep, uh, my dude Loic, uh, Coltrane, just just solid dudes like, and that's just to name a few, but just people that like just really take the time to kind of identify and see your, your potential and helps you get there and gives like real constructive feedback and just their honest take on things without kind of like selling you on the dream or being a gatekeeper or anything like that. It's just truly about like, oh, I, I see you, G, and this is how, like, this is this is what's gonna get you there. And this whole like last eight years or so has really been about focusing on that and just, again, finding myself. Like that was what going to Apple was for, mm-hmm. you know? like stability. Like, Full a lot circle of people, as well. Yeah, a lot of people made them. Made, yeah, full circle for sure, but that's another conversation. <laughs> but a lot of people make good money now and stuff like that, but what about your 401k, you know, your health, your dental benefits, you know, what about that stuff, you know, like, ah, stock. Don't remind you know me, man. I mean? like, all those things are kind of like set in stone by me doing that while kind of like figuring out what was next for myself. And that's why like, I had, had a post, it's funny, and it was like, it was a whole line. A nigga been focused since I said hi to 30. And that was my thing. Like I knew at 30 was like, the gun goes off and you dart and you run. And now I'm some, like the baton has been passed and it's time for me to kind of like take this, this, this opportunity and run with it. So like there's some good things in the works. Um, and I'm just grateful to have good homies. You know what I mean? Like good things are happening. Good, good people around me. I'm just one day at a time, bro, but it's gonna happen. But this is what the glue is all about. This is what the glue is all about. Word. Well, like I said, I'm going to be selfish with this one because we got to break real life bread. And he's shitting on me. Hold on. I want to make sure I'm correct before I just... Oh, okay. I thought the damn umbrella had a fragment logo on it. I was like, this nigga's out of space. But... Just a tote bag. Yeah, nah, nah. What are you reading right now? Oh, man. Reading Mad Books from Iceberg Slim. I'm reading... (laughs) um, I'm reading um, Trick Baby. Okay. Because my homie, shout out to Brick Owens, he told me the way I be fucking up the game be like Trick Baby. Oh. Yeah, okay. so a little bit of that. I've been reading some kids' books just to stay youthful. So yeah. shout out to Dave Pilkey. I've been reading his new um, dog books. He's the dude who made the Captain Underpants series. Mm, okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And his book's always been easy for me to read. I never finished a whole book until I read Dave Pilkey. I couldn't yeah. finish Harry Potter until I read that. Because yeah. I had to understand, I learned about book structures. And I had to learn that the beginning has nothing to do with character development and then the real storyline. Word. You know? And Word. I didn't understand that until I had to get that type of book. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm honest to the core. If I don't understand something, I will learn about it and learn why I didn't, un- you know, why I didn't groove with it. Yeah. But yeah, so I know you probably got some crazy book references, references from me as well. No, no, no. I was only asking because when I went in my tote bag and showing you that I didn't have a fragment umbrella because that's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not cool enough for that. Um... But no, I, that that uh, new Quest Love book, Creative Quest, solid. Uh oh. Solid. It's a good read. So far, so good. I mean, I'm only in the beginning, but uh, yeah. Does it read how he talks? Absolutely. You know what book I've been meaning to get, and it's been out for like four years. I'm gonna get the Dame Dash Culture Vulture book. Yeah, I don't have that. I, didn't, I don't have that. It's well written. Yeah. And there's a um, and there's an Amazon version where it's just him talking. 
Okay, like audible. Yeah, it's an audio book. So I'm, I'm going to rock with that. I'm, I'm definitely going to give that a try because it's funny. A lot of stuff he spoke on is coming full circle for him. And I've always been a Dame guy. Maybe because I'm from Harlem. Maybe because I'm a talkative guy as well. Word. But I've always been a Dame guy. So it's funny to see some of the stuff people thought he was bluffing about come to fruition. Like he legitimately gave a dude $2 million and dude didn't get, pay him back his money for damn near 10 years. And he ran down on him in real life, and the dude was like, yo, Dame gave me $2 million. I, I, I did him wrong. I didn't pay him back. Yeah. And, it, it, and, and when someone, to me, if everything they're saying sounds abstract, and then one clicks, to me, you have to be investigative, and maybe there's more room to what someone's saying in other right. situations. Okay. You know? Yeah, I follow you. Yeah, so, <laughs> not gonna get, I ain't put on a 10 for your hat or nothing, but um, I always do this. Any shout outs? Any? Cause I'm just happy to be alive. I don't got no shout outs. I'm ready for tomorrow. Yo, shout out to my G Adrian. He just dropped his newborn a few weeks back. That's hella tight. Um, word. Shout out to him for sure, for sure. That's life. My man BC, he dropped his newborn a few weeks back. <laughs> That's tight. I mean, just shout out all my all my dudes, man. I mean, there's just so many people. I don't want to leave anyone out, so I'm not going to go down a, a list of names, but As you that's should. dope, man. Like, these dudes are wearing the dad cap, you know what I mean? And As they should. Like, I'm not trying to give anyone credit for being a dad. You're supposed to, but just, like, I know these dudes, you know what I mean? I know yeah. this, what this means for them, and, and it's, 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 it's great to be able to identify with someone like that because I don't know what it's like to be a parent, but, like, when I look at them, and just knowing them for how long, as for as long as I have, that's hella dope. Oh, my man Coltrane, he had a newborn a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago too. He's another one, and I mean, you see Ellington. The young G is out of here, man. Out of here, crazy. Out of here, but yeah, basically just shout out everybody just doing their thing, man. I don't, I can't, I don't know. I ain't, that's, I ain't good at that. <laughs> you did well. <laughs> that's well, peace though. With that, peace and love, we out. <laughs>